All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again. We are still in season one. This is episode 10. You're listening to the world-renowned show On Track with Zach. And I wanted to mention, of course, the email address. If you have any questions that you may want to send to the show, yeahboyzach is at gmail.com. Y-A-B-O-Y-Z-A-C-I-S. Yeahboyzach is at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again. Zach. It's your boy. And your girl. <laughs> and Kristen. What? Guys. Just trying out new intros. Guys, that's called overmodulation where your mics were too hot. Oh. I appreciate if you do not yell like that again. Wow. Y'all some kids. Y'all some kids with oh. a podcast. That's okay. Yeah. I've been doing that all throughout, so he didn't say anything about mine. Well, when it, I first it, it, it didn't overmodulate then, but yeah. they just, just then I had to back off your mics, but go ahead. It's these rookies, bro. Yeah. You know, thank you for joining us if you're still here because you're hopefully audio's not jacked up. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us for another episode of On track with zach you know we have obviously joining us today taryn she decided to steal my intro that's a little <laughs> she was the main one see listen to episode one she was the main one coming for me for that i'm just trying to find my lane i'm, I'm still testing out intros it's disgusting know? it's hurtful and disgusting and we're also joined by someone nobody has heard since episode one Kristen. hello <laughs> And Lyndon is actually at Baylor right now, but we decided to have her tune in. Lyndon, say what's up to the podcast. Oh, sorry. Uh oh, <laughs> producer. Here we go. Say what's up, Lyndon. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, she's at Baylor. But anyways, we're gonna jump right into our first question, our question of the day, and this one hits a little bit close to home. I'll start off with Taryn for this. Actually, no, I'll start off with Kristen since this is your first time in a while. Okay, Kristen, as a kid. Who was your influencer? Influencers have been like a big thing. If you don't know what influencer is, real quickly, an influencer, maybe it's like a YouTuber or a celebrity, somebody who you like, you look up to, you, you talk like them, you walk like them, like that's your person. And they weren't like a big thing as kids, but we all kind of had somebody we looked up to, so to speak. But Kristen, as a kid, who was your influencer? Miley, Sly, Miley Cyrus slash Hannah Montana. That was my girl. I literally, the closet, when I was like nine or ten years old, I, my closet was covered in posters. Because mom wouldn't let us hang posters on the wall. <laughs> Everybody had posters <laughs> in their closet. <laughs> Taped up to the wall, might I say, bro. We couldn't Damn. use like sticky tacks no or nails. nails. None of that. Scotch. <laughs> taped. Straight up taped. From the ceiling to the floor. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Yes, I was obsessed with her. Yeah, she didn't you dress like her too? No, I mean, she didn't influence your fashion. I had a Hannah Montana set. Don't okay. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I had one or two outfits, and I did go to her concert and touched row. her hand. That I did. That was a great night. Dang, that was my oh. first concert. Anyways, Talk. Miley Cyrus. That was my girl. Lyndon, we'll go to you now. As a kid, who was your influencer? Honestly, I'm not sure. Okay, but the first person who comes to my head is um. Gabrielle from High School Musical. <laughs> Wait, is that her name? <laughs> Troy's girl. You know, girl. Yes, Troy's that's girl. That's her, isn't it? Because, because, y'all know, y'all know, I'm dramatic sometimes. So, you know, she had a ton of, like, main character moments. She did. And yeah. I was Go living. Exactly. And y'all know she I was that song every time. Yeah, Lyndon was And I wish her would sing that song and drag my hand across the window. Sure <laughs> would. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Child, nothing like a dog barking on the podcast. That is ghetto. <laughs> very ghetto. That is very ghetto. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're in studio. We decided to bring her in. Yeah. That was a bad idea. Nothing like bringing she's, a dog into a sound booth. She's Kristen's support dog. <laughs> also, also, can we Sorry. talk about how Selena Gomez is also an influencer of yours? I, I, that's oh, what I absolutely. expected. And then a little bit, absolutely. Kendall Jenner, not to put your business out there, but Kendall Jenner, like, don't I do didn't that. want to say it. Don't do that. Don't act like you didn't have influencers in your life. <laughs> Selena Gomez, absolutely, absolutely, on repeat. When I'm in that field, for real, for real, I blast on Selena Gomez. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to start capping, but I actually, Selena Gomez, I actually went to an auction that the NAB has, National Broadcasters Association, and I have a Selena Gomez uh, or autograph guitar. Daddy, do you have a picture of it being autographed? Hey, <laughs> let, hey let me just hey, tell you. That's a different story. This is yeah. real. I'll talk about that another day. We'll, we'll say that for is another it day. Is it? <laughs> what? That, that episode will be called Trust Issues. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt season two. <laughs> I'll go to Taryn now. Taryn, as a kid, who was your influencer? Oh, great. Now, Miss Mama's up here. She's going to be looking at me. This is before I knew the Lord. And also, he started off real G, and then he turned crackhead later in life. But it was Chris Brown. Oh. I had all the Tiger Beat posters from the magazines taped up in my wall, in my closet. Cork board. Yeah, I had some on a cork board, but it just looked like Chris Brown threw up in my closet because it was everywhere. And, uh, Yeah. Wouldn't you cut like people's faces out, like of photos with them, and like tape your face? I wasn't gonna get into that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one picture of me and Chris Brown sitting on stage, and it actually was like a clip from a High School Musical photo. So, yeah, wow. Want to say goodbye to Lyndon? Bye, Lyndon. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I'm about to go to bed. Y'all have a good one. All right. You too. We'll let you get back to school and keep those grades up, girl. Are you coming home? (laughs) 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 But I'll answer the question real quick before we go into today's episode. My kid influencer is someone that maybe a lot of you guys can relate to, but somebody that I looked up to. His name is Spider-Man. That was my guy. Like, as a kid, like, I had a Spider-Man costume. I probably wore that thing till I was, like, 12 years old. Did and did grew, but you kept wearing it. It was, like, 14. Y'all know what it's like wearing Spider-Man floods? It was a onesie. (laughs) It was all up his cheeks. That's a little bit too much information, but. holes all up in it. Bro, not let it go. I had to throw that away. I was like, no, I didn't throw it away, actually. I gave it to my brother. He gave it to someone else, but, yeah, it's been passed. You gave it to Julian? Yeah. The thick Julian can wear that? <laughs> yeah, he could. He squeezed into a little bit. He was thick Spider-Man. <laughs> I was a skinny one, but... <laughs> oh, no, but that, that was my influence as a kid. But today's topic that we're going to be diving into today is influence by the world, right? Like, one of the main things that I believe with a lot, everybody actually, is you're being influenced by somebody. Whether you know that or not, somebody's influencing what you do how you act, how you speak, how you how you respond to things, you know? And as believers, obviously, we should be influenced by the word, by the Holy Spirit, by God, by Jesus, obviously, those things. But something also happens, too. Even as Christians, you can start being influenced and swayed by the world. And, you know, one of the main things that I want to jump into right off the bat, I actually had a conversation with somebody not too long ago. And uh, it, was, it was a Christian young lady. And she was telling me how, like, as believers, it's like, oh, no, 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 it's, it's cool to cuss, you know? And, and there were a few people around and everything like that. You're like, she was... She was telling me, like, you know, it's cool to cuss. You know, that's fine. And there was another uh, young man. He was asking, like, oh, are you sure? Like, as Christians, can we cuss? Is that allowed, you know? And it kind of caught me off guard, so to speak, because that mindset of 
are we allowed to cuss? Can Christians cuss? That kind of like triggers something in me where it's like, oh, I don't know about that one, you know? But that's the main thing we're going to talk about. And I'll dive deeper into that here in a second. But first off, I want to ask for Taryn, your thoughts on Christians being influenced by the world. Have you seen that in people? Obviously, you don't have to say them specifically. But like, have you seen that in Christians where they're not, they may be saved, but their tendencies, the way they act, the way they respond, the way they do things, things, excuse me, is influenced by the world. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've definitely seen it. I think they, instead of putting an influence on like, okay, how can I be a reflection of my faith? How can I make, you know, Christianity appealing to others and draw them in and walk out my faith? Instead of their influence being, their uh, emphasis being on that, their influence is, their emphasis, I keep saying influence, sorry. Their emphasis is like, how far can I go and still be a Christian? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a very dangerous line, like to dance. And I, I would just question like your, your motives, your intent. And I, I would kind of question your faith too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not convicted by the things you do, and you're not concerned by the things you do. You're just more concerned about going through the motions than like, then, you know, what is your faith? What is faith to you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's some too. That's huge. And I was thinking about that myself whenever, you know, sometimes people ask like, oh, can we do this as Christians or can we do that? And sometimes, you know, that's that's a fine question to ask because obviously you don't want to fall into sin or whatnot. But it also comes with the intent behind it. Like, how close can I get to sin without feeling the repercussions from it, but still enjoy yeah. the quote unquote benefits of it, you know? Yeah. And like you said, that's a dangerous line to get close to because it's like, as believers, you're not to tiptoe with sin. It's not to be something like, you know, I'm, I'm close to the line, Lord, but I'm not over it because it's like, that, that that's, it starts influence you eventually, right? Like sin is corrosive. It, it's literally death. It talks about this in James, how eventually sin leads to death. And so whenever we contemplate it, whenever we get close and think about it, so to speak, it starts influencing us whether we know it or not and Mm -hmm. let me get your thoughts on that Kristen um I would say having recently graduated college like I saw a lot of girls who were you know who said they're Christians just live a completely different lifestyle that didn't reflect Jesus and just like yeah they had like the bible verse in the bio and like uh, you know um Proverbs 31 woman but like (laughs) the pictures don't reflect that or (laughs) the way they're speaking doesn't reflect that so I, I don't know it's just something to be aware of and just their fruit not the their tree i guess a bible verse that talks about um fruit and i don't i don't remember it i'm 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 blanking but happens to me all the time yeah <laughs> no i i get it you know one of the things that i was asking too whenever i was preparing for this and just thinking about things whenever it came to this topic was like how do you not ask that question of you know can i do this is it not a sin you know without you know tiptoeing up the sin and what caught my eyes was Romans twelve twenty one, where it says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I think that's how we should approach it. Instead of asking like, because this verse, it talks about don't be overcome by evil. It doesn't say, you know, don't be overcome by evil by not, you know, getting close to evil. It says overcome evil with good. You know, that, and even with your speech and how you talk, like a lot, like whenever I first opened up the episode, whenever believers is like, oh, you know, it's cool to cuss, but there's, there's passages in the Bible, like Colossians 3, 8, when it says, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. I mean, it, it's explicitly like said, plain and clear, you know, and I've heard the argument when it comes to it by you know, some believers was like, oh, you know, it's just words. It's no big deal. You know, I'm just, I know people don't mean, you know, they don't take me seriously whenever I say that. But even Jesus in Matthew 12, 36, 
He says, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words, you will be acquitted and by your words, you will be condemned. So it's like whenever you live, whenever you're influenced by the word, your actions forecast the world. What are you showing to people? Believers and non-believers, right? It, it ruins the witness because you're being lukewarm in your faith. I actually heard a podcast on that quite recently by uh, JP. Shout out to Becoming Something. <laughs> I heard a podcast about that, like lukewarm faith, and even talking to my mom and how she mentioned how Jesus is it, it, straight up. It's like, hey, I'd rather you just not be saved than, you know, be a lukewarm Christian. You know, somebody who's either be hot or be cold. Don't be somewhere in the middle because it's like whenever you're like that, it messes up your influence, right? It's because it's like, as Tony Evans, he puts it, a secret agent Christian. Like, like you saved around people, but the way you're living doesn't reflect Christ. Now, that Ooh, doesn't mean you're going to be good. perfect, right? Like, we're all not perfect. We all fall short. You can see that throughout the Bible. But it's it's one thing to fall short, but it's another thing to live that lifestyle of sin. And then God's going to give me grace. And then also just to think of as a Christian, like, like I think Tony Evans brought it up too, like, uh, is there enough evidence to convict me of being a Christian? If I were to be put on trial, would they have enough evidence to be like, sh like, yeah, she's definitely Christian. There's no denying it. Like she's definitely a Christian. And just to go back to like, I, I just, I want to emphasize like Christians are not perfect. Like yeah. obviously Jesus is the only perfect, um, you know, human who walked the earth. But like the difference between a Christian who, you know, is imperfect and then someone who says they're a Christian and they're, you know, they're the fruit they bear says otherwise is a Christian like they they read God. They should read God's word and that should be what like refines them. Yeah. Like um, there's a verse in James one. I, I believe it's 24. Um, it says. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yeah. yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he says. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer but forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Christian, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, another Bible verse I w want to read is uh, Matthew seven twenty one. It says, "Not everyone who says to me, Lord, will Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven." On that day, many will say to me, "Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name?" Then I will announce to them, "I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers." Mm. I, I want to say one more thing because it pertains to Christian cussing. Um, mm. Verse 26 in James 1, it says, If anyone thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Mm. You got to bridle your tongue. I know it's out of control. You got to <laughs> bridle it, though. No, that's that's true. You know, it's it's hard, but at the same time, as believers, your your speech shouldn't be, you know, empty. I, I, I forget what verse it is in the Bible. I actually looked it up here in a second but i forget where it is specifically i think it's but in proverbs i know what you're talking is about is it yeah but it talks about like empty speech and whatnot like that and even in uh ephesians 5 i mean 4 5 4 excuse me it says there must be no filthiness and slight silly talk or coarse jesting which are not fitting but rather giving giving of thanks you know as believers your words shouldn't be empty you know so to speak like like the way in which you know am i getting too close to that line of sin am i influenced by the world when world when it comes to my speeches 
how are your words whenever it relates to other people? You know, how are there words that give life? Are they inspiring? Are they not just inspiring, but are they encouraging? Like, are those the words that you say or are they negative? Are they, are you saying filthy jokes? Are you saying things you shouldn't be saying? And it, like we talked about, even in, in those verses, whenever it talks about filthy language and everything like that, we should be in the world, but not of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're going to close it there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of On Track with Zach. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Once again, this is season one, uh, episode 10. Remember, keep your emails coming in. We've received so many. We're going to pick a random person. Email us a question and we will Venmo you. What, 10 bucks? 10 bucks. Yes. $10. Get yourself something nice. Get yep. Coffee. Yep. Get something. Something nice. And that email address is yaboyzachis at gmail.com. Y-A-B-O-Y-Z-A-C-I-S. Ya boy Zach is at gmail.com. Be blessed.